0: Welcome to JAG Talk, a podcast series featuring Navy JAG community experts. Listen to in-depth discussions about different legal fields and hear insights and lessons learned from practitioners across our enterprise. Hi, this is Ellen One Kettles. I am a reservist currently on active duty orders at Navy Reserve Center, Norfolk, Virginia. And here on the line, I have Senior Winters from um, From this area as well, and uh, Chief Crespo. This is our Reserve Legal Men Episode 3 podcast. So first, I'm going to ask Ellen C.S. Winters, where did
1: you grow up, and when did you join the Navy? Oh, one of my favorite questions, Ellen, one. I grew up in Hanford, California. It is a small agriculture town in the Central Valley of California, and I actually joined the Navy when I was 19, a year after high school. I joined on January 31st, 2000, and I left for boot camp that day, um, and it was interesting. It was the Super Bowl Sunday, I remember, and after I watched the Super Bowl, the recruiter came and picked me up, and I left to go to boot camp, so that was about 22 years ago. Wow. That's
0: that's exciting. Ellen, C how about for you? Where did you grow up, and why did you join the Navy?
2: I grew up in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, And I joined the Navy out of a reserve center out of Camden, New Jersey on October 4th, 2004.
0: Now, you said you joined out of a reserve center,
2: Chief. Were you
0: always a reservist only or did you do active duty time as well? I did active
2: duty time first. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then uh, when did you decide to go reserve? I did four years active duty, and then on my fifth year I got out to attend college and try the civilian sector, and then I joined as a reservist in about 2009, I want to say. Okay.
0: Senior Chief, when did you
1: uh, leave active duty and join the reserves? I left active duty on June 16th, 2011 after 11 and a half years of active duty service. And the next day on June 17th, 2011, I was swearing in to be a reservist. And what were some of those, uh, what was the reason why you decided
0: to become a reservist?
1: I think I had a really good, awesome active duty career, to be honest with you. However, um, I have a family and I wanted to raise my family. Um, a little bit of the history of my active duty services, um, you know, I started out as, at a meal, it was called Naval Legal Service Office. And um, the first set of, uh, the first duty station I went to after that was the USS Abraham Lincoln, which was sea duty. And I was ship's company and, and I was always off to sea or if the ship was in port, we still were, always doing sea trials, or we were always gone. And then um, I went to my shore duty, um, and I had my second child there. I had my first one before I became a legal man, and then I had my second child there. Um, and it was uh, I was the real real so region legal service office Lamar. I Had my second child there. I did my IA there, and I came back, and um, it was my shore duty. But I was just on all the time again so um i had 11 and a half years in but i really i wanted to raise my children and that was the huge factor in that is if my kids were sick i i wanted to be able to take them to the doctor um i wanted to in the evenings i wanted to read them bedtime stories not um safety manuals or advancement exams um i wanted to be a parent and uh that was one of the big factors um and then the second, the deciding factor, really, to be honest with you, was um, I did have a set of orders um, to go 18 months on a company and on a ship, which I agreed to do. But I had that gut feeling in me, um, you know, where's the Navy going to put me after that? Because I'm making the sacrifice, 18 months, no family, no nothing. Where's the Navy going to put me? And, you know, I talked to the detailer, and it was the needs of the Navy. And at that point, um, my family needed me more. And uh, so actually I was, to be honest with you, I was completely done with the Navy, everything. I was I was done and um, I was going to get out and I had a really good Master Chief, Master Chief St. And when I told him I was done, he actually said, you're going to join the reserves. I had him. And then I had a couple Jags who said, you're going to join the reserves. And I'll be completely honest with you, I didn't have any idea what the reserves were. I didn't know that we had legal men in the reserves. I, I was clueless, um, but I joined the reserves and honestly, I love it and I do not regret getting out the active duty. absolutely love the reserves. I'm there for my family. I'm able to take assignments when I want to, and um, I absolutely love it. That's awesome. Uh, senior, how many years um, reserve have you been now currently? So one thing it's kind of interesting is, so when we all first, um, I found this out with the reserves, but um, I actually have 22 years with the reserves now. So it's interesting is, Even though I joined the active duty January 31st, 2000, whenever I first joined, um, like signed up for um, active duty, you know, I don't know if you've heard of it, it was called people would be in the debt program. Well, I found out that debt program went towards my reserve time. So I actually have 22 years already um, in the reserve. So it's kind of like I did my 11 for active and now I'm at my 11 for reserves and love every minute of it. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for
0: sharing that. Ellen, um, LNC, when, what, what rate before you became a legalman and what made you decide to become a legalman when you were given opportunity?
2: Well, when I first joined the Navy, I joined as a undesignated seaman. Um, and ironically, I, my first duty station was at a squadron. So I struck AZ, Aviation Administrationman. And I did that job for my entire four years. And then once my four years was up, I decided I wanted to get out and go to college. And I also was always interested in the legal men rating, but I already had my heart set on getting out. So once I got out, I put in a conversion package and I got converted over to legalman um maybe within months uh, after I joined the reserves. So I wanted to become a legalman because I wanted, you know, my civilian career to coincide with, you know, also my reserve job. So legalman is the closest thing I could get to it.
0: Okay, thank you, Chief. Um LNC mm-hmm. same question for you. What rates were you before you decided to become a legalman?
1: For me, actually, when I joined the Navy, I was a quartermaster, so I navigated ships, um, and then I um, I got married, and I got pregnant, and, of course, couldn't be on a ship. So they actually sent me to the Naval Legal Service Office, and there the senior chief told me that I'd never have to go on a ship again if I became a legal man. And she also said we got off at 1615, and she said all these great things about it, um, and so that was one thing that opened my eyes up about a legal man um, rating, and then as I worked at the legal office, um, it just really, I, I loved every minute of it, and I loved so much, and I, you know, I, uh, a mentor of mine once told me that if you, if you love the Navy, find a job you love, and then you never work a day in your life. And if you don't like the Navy, but you love your job, then you can get out. And for me, I love the Navy and I love being a legal man. And so for me, I, I never work a day in my life. So I love it. Wow. Wonderful. Um,
0: what are, in the legal man rating, what, what would you say is your favorite part of, about being a legal man? And what would you say is the most challenging part about being a legal man?
1: My favorite part about being a legal man is being able to help people. No matter if they did something right or wrong, at least point them in the, in the direction because we all mess up, um... So even if I'm working, like, for the command at an SJA office, um, you know, realtor or something, and I'm trying to notify someone for an ADSEP, um, you know, I, I like to try and explain as much as I can. And if I see they're not getting it, I like to be able to tell them, hey, go on over, talk to the DSO. I like to help people with that. And then also legal assistance stuff, I like to help them. I like to be able to help people and explain it because this is, this is our specialty, Um I would say the things I don't like are some of the cases that we've seen, but I think that's one part of the job. You have the good and the bad. Um, but we've seen, we've seen a lot of crazy stuff throughout our career, I think. And, um, you know, it, it's something we're prepared for. And I think professionally we're able to handle those things we see, but it's just the downfall of the job. But, um, you have the good and the bad, but you have that in every job. So I always try and look at the positive in every situation.
0: Okay, great. Thank you, Ellen. C. What about for you? What is your most favorite part about being a legal man, and what do you think is the most challenging part?
2: Um, as senior said, I think for me, it's it is the sailors. You know, we encounter um, throughout the course of our duties as a legal man, um, and also the different commands we can serve as um, as reserve legal men. Different commands, you know, throughout our AORs and even you know overseas. Um, some of the negative things, also similar to what Senior said, um, I hate to see, you know, a good sailor make a bad or wrong decision. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, people make certain decisions and they have to deal with the consequence. And that is bad to see. Uh, but fortunately, you know, sometimes they do recover and then sometimes they just step a little bit too deep in the mud and and kind of screw themselves out of certain things. But I think that's probably the most difficult part a negative thing that I experienced as a legal man. Okay.
0: Thank you. Uh senior Chief, when you um talk to junior sailors, um, especially about perhaps becoming a legal man, what uh is some advice that you could offer for some of those that would like to join the legal man community?
1: Well, I, I've sat a lot of boards and I've talked to people about the legal man community a lot. And I don't, um, when I first talk to them, I don't sugarcoat things. I'm, I'm very upfront and honest. And um, you know, being a reservist, of course, they see me in the in the nice desk, in the nice office, doing my stuff. But I just ask them and they're interested. I always ask, you know, the first thing, are you worldwide uh, deployable? Could you go on a ship? Could you go overseas? Could you do this? I ask them if they can go on all the missions to make sure, it, you know, they're flexible, they can travel, they can do their job anywhere and everywhere. Um, and then I kind of, you know, ask them about certain situations, you know, how would they feel in this situation? How would they deal with it? You know, certain things to see how they would they would react and stuff. Um, But I do, um, I love the rating so much that I talk about it a lot to a lot of sailors, and especially when I see great sailors out there, I always try and recruit them just, you know, to become a legal man because I absolutely love the job and I've been doing it for so long. I, I want them to have something that they love too as much.
0: Um, Chief Crespo, how about for you? What What are some things that you could offer to those that are thinking about becoming a legal man and, and furthermore thinking about becoming a reserve legal man?
2: I think um, one piece of advice I can give them is, you know, if, if the individual or the sailor is ready to lead and, you know, be in the spotlight and and become a model and you know a mentor for many legalman is the rating um, you know, we're held to a higher standard, and if they're ready for that for that professional challenge, then I definitely would would encourage them to go for the legalman rating, especially reserve legalman rating, because like I said, we have so many opportunities and so many different commands and capacities that it's just, it's an awesome rating in the reserves. Thank you for
0: that. Senior Chief, maybe you could answer this question. Um, do you feel that, like, we need more reserve legalmen in our community, or do you think that we're right about the right numbers
1: for, for looking for, we are looking for E5 legal men in our reserve community. And (laughs) if you are, if you are on active duty and you're looking at getting out, please talk to your leadership and they can always reach out to the reserve leadership um, because they can tell you what our numbers are and stuff, but we're definitely looking for people still. It's, wonderful I, I, you know one thing is, I, I guess I, I'll share now is um, I was done with active duty and military and everything I was totally done I was going to go out and be a civilian and make tons and tons of money and all this stuff <laughs> and uh, I don't know how many times we hear that from everybody right this is what they're going to do um, but you know it was something I, I loved it I really really I can honestly say I really loved the job and sometimes people get out for all kinds of reasons that are wrong and um, for me I know I chose the right path but I love the job and um, there's a lot of people in the reserves who their situation was like mine or hey I want to get out and you know stuff happens life happens um, but I love doing what I do so I always you know I always tell that if, if something happens where you want to go raise your kids or your husband has a job and, and you got to get out and do something or you want to go to school or something you know don't don't give up, you know, what you love to do. You can still continue serving for our mil- our wonderful military. It's what we, you know, we're all in it because we love it. Um, so do that and then do the job you love, too. Because, I mean, a legal man, we're not like normal paralegals. We do so many things, and it's absolutely amazing what we do. Wonderful. Um, Chase, Crystal,
0: what is your most memorable moment as an L.N. up to this point?
2: One of my most memorable moments, I would have to say, is seeing the Kimberly Clark uh, Memorial um, Scholarship being given away to sailors. As uh, a newly converted legal man, I was able to attend the remor- memorial celebration over in Oklahoma. Um, for those of you who don't know what the Kimberly Clark Scholarship is, it's a scholarship in memory of Kim Clark. She was the only one who lost her life in the uh, Oklahoma City bombing in 1995. So to see that that scholarship given out, and when I was actually able to meet her parents and you know, take pictures and, and dine with them that evening, it was it was just a really great experience. That probably was emotional too. Definitely.
0: Senior, what is your most memorable moment thus far as a legal man, whether that be on the active duty side or as a reservist? Mm.
1: My most uh, memorable, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with active duty side actually. and that's just going on the deployments and, um, being able, um, to serve on the ship, on the carrier. And I think one of my, one of my memories I remember, and I'll never do it again, is I remember the ship was coming in for fleet week in San Francisco. And I remember I meant to, I went to go and man the rails and, uh, You know, one of the things is this is one of those duties of sailors. There's always asking people, hey, who wants to amend the rails? And everyone's always like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't know. Embrace these opportunities because the truth is you don't do this, you know, in the civilian sector, and once you're out of the military, you don't do it. So take this opportunity—it's heritage and it's history—and go and do that. And I remember when I did it; not only was it, you know, breathtaking and beautiful, and it's, you know, military history heritage, but we're going, out, we're going under the Golden Gate Bridge and seeing that and seeing all what's underneath it and stuff. It was, it was one of those just moments that I was like, wow, I can't, you know, I can't believe I'm actually here. Um it was just breathtaking to me and it you know it, it still sticks in my head to this day and I think I did it probably over 10 years ago, Um, but it's just that's part of, you know, we're legal men and we're sailors, too. It's that military history and heritage, and it's absolutely something I love. So it always sticks um, near my heart on that one. Uh,
0: I would have to agree with you, too, Senior. Um, And like uh, Chief Crespo, I was undesignated uh, when I joined the military in active duty and then when I became a legal man in 2016 I my first ship was the USS Baton and we deployed right away when I joined the ship and of course they asked volunteers hey who would like to man the rails and I jumped on that opportunity and I remember how emotional that was just coming home after being gone for six and a half months um, you know being away from friends and family and, and TV and computers and everything and then coming home uh it was it was a really wonderful feeling. So um I agree with you one hundred percent, senior. Well, I thank you very, very much for your time today. Um I think that uh as senior and chief uh, both stated that becoming a legal man is an awesome rate and definitely encourage those who are listening that if they're interested to reach out to their leadership and uh, you know, we're, we're the the reservists and you can reach out to us if you have any questions. Uh, but thank you so much for your time today and happy birthday to the legal men rating. And if there are any last words that senior or chief would like to uh, say, you definitely have the floor.
1: All I got to say is thank you so much for this podcast. This is amazing and happy 50th birthday, Legalman community.
2: Yes, thank you so much for your time, Ellen. Happy birthday, Ellen. Thank you, everyone. Happy birthday, Legalman.
0: You have been listening to JAG Talk, a podcast series featuring Navy JAG community experts. Visit
1: jag.navy.mil for additional chapters of this podcast series. Thank you for tuning in.